0: This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative, episode 127. A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center,
1: take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer bot, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1985. Still the Beaver, a.k.a. the new Leave it to Beaver, premiered on the Disney Channel in 1985 and then WTBS in 1986. Remember the rule, if it's the new fill-in-the-blank, look out. The classic 50s kid-com returns as a rather dour sequel, beginning with a CBS TV movie called Still the Beaver, which then became a series. Most of the original cast returned, Barbara Billingsley as June Cleaver, Tony Dow as Wally Cleaver, Ken Osmond as Eddie Haskell, Frank Bank as Lumpy Rutherford, and Jerry Mathers as the Beaver. Patriarch Ward, Hugh Beaumont, had passed away by this point. Beaver had not done well. Unemployed, living with his mother, divorced with two boys, Kip, played by Kip Marcus, and Oliver, played by John Snee. Wally, on the other hand, was now an attorney. He actually handled Beaver's divorce proceeding. He had wife Mary Ellen, Janice Kent, and two kids, Kelly, Kalina Kiff, and Kevin, Troy Davidson. June pined for her dead husband. Eddie was now a crooked contractor with his wife Gert, Ellen Maxted, a crooked son, Freddie Eric Osmond, and a second son, Bomber, Christian Osmond, who was sent off to military school. Both are Ken's actual sons. Of course, we covered the original cast, Mathers, Dow, Billingsley, in episode 17 for the original series. Kalina Kiff was covered in episode 106 for Love, Sydney. Ken Osmond could never escape the Eddie Haskell character. After a few minor films, he became a motorcycle officer for the LAPD. He was shot multiple times during a foot chase and eventually got a lifetime pension. Osmond passed last year. Frank Bank was also typecast and went on to be a bond broker, passing in 2013. Kip Marcus was part of a showbiz family. His great-granddad was in vaudeville. His grandma and mother were both singers. One uncle was a filmmaker, another an actor. and older brother, Adam, is a film director. At age 14, Kip had a role in a Broadway Oliver revival, which led to Beaver. He would later return to Broadway in Les Miserables. He appeared in Jason Goes to Hell and got kudos for writing, acting, and producing in Let It Snow. Janice Kent had already appeared in the film Kentucky Fried Movie, along with The Ted Knight Show and Blind Ambition, along with TV movies and guest spots prior to Beaver. She would go on to Days of Our Lives and the film version of The Flintstones. Troy Davidson went on to voice work Back to the Future, the TV series, and Wild West Cow, Boys of Moo Mesa. Ellen Max did also appear on Just Our Luck and Texas. I'll get back to Just Our Luck in a moment. Ken Osmond's son Eric didn't do a lot of acting, but went behind the scenes in the editing department in films Big Mama's House, Adaptation, The Wicker Man, Thor, and Captain America, The First Avenger. Still the Beaver went from the CBS TV movie to the Disney Channel series for a year before they dropped it, and then WTBS, now TBS, picked it up for three more seasons. The show included an example of accelerated aging. Mary Ellen was pregnant with Kevin for 18 months, then he rocketed to three years old, old enough to spit out wisecracks, only three months after his birth. The original Leave it to Beaver pilot, part of an anthology series called Heinz Studio 57, which had recently been rediscovered, aired with a modern wraparound to kick off Season 3. The show's production was moved in the fourth season from the suburban California backlot, where the original Cleaver home still stood, to Universal Studios in Florida in order to use the California location for the Tom Hanks film The Burbs found an episode on YouTube. There's a jazzy version of the original theme. June is now on the city council and they're throwing a party for Mayfield Centennial. The humor is very gentle as you would expect. The kids are doing their parents' original roles and frankly so are the parents. Of course there's a moral at the end. As I was putting together the last entry, I realized I completely missed a show from 1983. So let's rewind the tape back to...
0: My life was all in order When they tossed a grenade I thought I might be dreaming But you didn't say
1: Just Our Luck premiered on ABC on September 20th, 1983 at 8 p.m. Keith, Richard Gilliland, is a TV weatherman who bums a table at a flea market, forcing him to buy an old lamp that fell off. Turns out it's a magic lamp, and out comes Shabu, T.K. Carter, a hip, black, 3,000-year-old genie. Yep, it's an 80s take on I Dream of Genie. Ellen Maxted plays the station's program director, Rod McCary, the station manager, Hamilton Camp, another weatherman, Leonard Simon, the news anchor, and Richard Shaw his neighbor, a.k.a. Major Healy. We covered Richard Gilliland in episode 87 for Operation Petticoat, T.K. Carter in episode 122 for Punky Brewster, Rod McCary in episode 105 for Harper Valley PTA, Hamilton Camp in episode 49 for He and She, and Richard Shaw in episode 77 for Phyllis. We just mentioned Ellen Maxted in the last entry. The We've Got a Secret sitcom genre had run its course long before just our luck. Even with cross promotion, Shabu appeared in an ad with the Fawns, it had trouble getting traction against the behemoth that was the A Team. The other problem was the racial stereotyping, with one reviewer comparing Shabu to Amos and Andy. Carter and the producers threw each other under the bus at that point, each blaming the other. The NAACP called for a boycott of the show and, at one point, was given some creative control over the series. Some minor stunt casting was employed, Dr. Joyce Brothers, Roy Orberson, but the show was gone in 13 episodes, one of which never aired. Found part of an episode on YouTube, it was recorded off UK's Thames TV. The show is actually more popular outside the U.S. The opening theme has a Michael Jackson vibe. Despite the producers' protest to the contrary, it's definitely I Dream of genie like Shabu's magic keeps getting Keith in trouble, especially when he gets drunk, complete with wacky sound effects. At one point, a cricket sings Mac the Knife. Thank goodness there's a laugh track, so we know where the comedy is supposed to be. We now return to
0: 1985 and. Lovely and bright and soft girls, she's a small wonder, a child unlike other girls. She's a miracle, and I grant you, she'll enchant you at first sight. She's a small wonder, and she'll make your heart la, la,
1: la, la, la. Small Wonder premiered in syndication in September 1985. Meet Vicky, Tiffany Prissett, a ten-year-old girl who was adopted by a robotics engineer in his family. Father Ted, Dick Christie, Mother Joan, Marla Pennington, brother Jamie, Jerry Superin. Well, adopted may not be the right word. Ted built Vicky, aka V-I-C-I, voice input child identicant. Vicki is a robot, well, technically an android since she looks human. Welcome back, We've Got a Secret Genre. There's a nosy kid neighbor, played by Emily Schulman, who keeps the family on their toes. William Bogert plays the nosy kid's father and Ted's boss, who has a wife, played by Edie McClurg, and a sister, played by Alice Ghostly. Jamie has friends, played by Paul C. Scott and Daryl Bartley, and a later girlfriend, played by Lillyn Jones. In the grand tradition of secret genre sitcoms, Vicky has an evil twin robot named Vanessa, also played by Brissette. We covered Dick Christie in episode 115 for Ace Crawford Private Eye, Edie McClurg in episode 85 for The Calicax, and Alice Ghostly in episode 36 for the apex of secret sitcoms Bewitched. Tiffany Brissette first appeared in the film Heart Like a Wheel, then had a few guest TV spots prior to Small Wonder. This typecaster, and apart from a run on Equal Justice, ended her showbiz career. As of 2007, she was a nurse in Colorado. Marla Pennington had short runs on General Hospital and Soap prior to Small Wonder. It would be her last role as she left the business to raise a family. Jerry Supiran had been appearing in TV guest roles since 1980, Small Wonder was his last role, He reportedly wound up homeless in his 40s after a girlfriend stole his trust fund from his acting career. Emily Schumann started in commercials before getting TV guest roles. She was a regular on Christie, post Small Wonder, and appeared in the film Troop Beverly Hills. William Bogert was a longtime character actor going back to a political ad in 1964. He had regular or recurring roles on The Doctors, Another World, The Greatest American Hero, Chappelle's Show, and dozens of TV guest spots, along with films Death Wish, Dog Day Afternoon, Heaven Can Wait, War Games, and A Perfect Murder. Bogert passed last year. Paul C. Scott had a short run on the new Leave it to Beaver before this series. Daryl Bartley left acting after the series and moved behind the camera, doing visual effects for The Life of Pi, Cowboys and Aliens, Avatar, G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, and many others. Small Wonder has a secret sitcom heritage. Producer Howard Leeds had also produced 1964's My Living Doll with Julie Newmar. It's bizarre to think the family could have kept Vicky's secret considering she spoke in a monotone, had superhuman strength and speed, and plugged in via an AC outlet under her right arm. She had other abilities that came and went as the plot required. Production of the show skipped the normal hiatus periods in order to rack up as many episodes as they could before the kids aged out of their parts. Ted upgraded Vicky during the show's run to help explain Bristette's aging. Despite seeming like a bad parody of this type of sitcom, Small Wonder was a hit, especially with little kids, and it ran for four seasons. It was a huge hit worldwide and ran for decades. It also ran for quite a while on Antenna TV. I watched an episode on YouTube. The opening theme harkens back to the 1960s. It really is like a satire of a 60s TV sitcom theme. Vicky takes everything literally, of course. The show is produced, like a high school play. The effects work is atrocious. Excuse me for a moment. I need an insulin shot from all this treacle. More of 1985 sitcoms in our next episode, including a milestone sitcom, I'll put it this way. Thank you for being a friend. Announcer bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com
0: to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe by your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn check out tumbler.com slash blog slash sfppn call us at 614 321 that's 614 321 sfp back to you mark well
1: i'm filing this episode in the archive tune in next time